What's going on, family? Happy Tuesday. Welcome to another edition of The Faction. I hope you guys are doing well. What a day is already happening so far. Thank you guys so much for your continued support of all things connected to The Faction. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on the socials at The Faction Show. That's where you can find us. Also, of course, you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever you may be listening to us. And while you're doing that, leave us a comment and a rating as well. Those things mean the world. So I'll just tell you this kind of as a cool backstory. Sometimes I wish, no, maybe not, but no, seriously, sometimes I wish you guys could hop into some of the group chats that I have. And the one that I'm having right now, actually, with the other members of the faction is pretty amazing. And so I think we're going to end up turning that into a show for you guys to check out. I don't want to get into the content of it just yet. I want it to kind of be a surprise for you just to see where you guys will fall in the discussion that we've been having by way of text message. But needless to say, the band is back together for a special show this week that we will dedicate to the legacy of Vince McMahon. As complicated as it is, it needs to be discussed. And speaking of that, that's kind of a segue into some more news concerning Vince McMahon and a look at Monday Night Raw. So yesterday on the show, we started talking about the massive news of Vince McMahon's retirement and what that could mean for WWE, etc., etc. Well, shortly after we released the podcast, more mainstream news dropped about Vince McMahon as apparently WWE has been hinting at other probes into Vince McMahon's alleged misconduct. So apparently there is another $14.6 million in previously unrecorded expenses that were paid by Vince McMahon, again around sexual misconduct. So if you're adding up, Based on the three reports that are out there, two from the Wall Street Journal and this one from CNBC, we're looking at upwards of 30 million dollars that Vince McMahon has paid out to silence or cover up his alleged sexual misconduct. And so that is really a mind blowing number. Here's where this gets to be more interesting. WWE made a filing with the SEC. Now, the SEC is the Securities and Exchange Commission, not to be confused with the SEC in college sports. This SEC situation is serious because this is now not just an internal investigation that's happening in WWE. These findings are being reported outside of WWE. This is such a situation where apparently WWE is going to have to review and redo their financial statements from the last couple of years to a lot for this money that Vince McMahon has allegedly used that had not been accounted for. So this makes this an entirely different situation. And I mean a situation that we really have to pay attention to because you'll notice WWE has been distancing itself over these last few days from Vince McMahon. I told you about SmackDown Friday, how there was not any sort of commemorative video package or any sort of tribute done to the legacy of Vince McMahon. That really stood out if you watched Monday Night Raw last night, as last night was the 20-year anniversary of Rey Mysterio's debut in WWE. 
So what happened to that? How did they treat Rey Mysterio? Well, these are going to be a couple of spoilers. So if you don't want to hear these, you may want to pause. But they certainly treated Rey Mysterio with great honor. An amazing video package that had varying WWE superstars and Hall of Famers talking about the impact of Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio's family was present. Mysterio had a wonderful in-ring speech that was heartfelt. And all of these moments happened for Rey Mysterio in Madison Square Garden, the arena that many credit WWE for being built in, an arena that Vince McMahon has strong ties to, and the only mention or reference to Vince McMahon that happened on Monday Night Raw came as a result of a dig from Roman Reigns to Theory. The dig was crazy as Roman Reigns told Theory, good luck because daddy's gone. And needless to say, it created a massive situation. So when your top star makes a statement like this about Vince McMahon, it is very, very clear that WWE is significantly distancing themselves from Vince McMahon. There was another reference in that same promo made by... Paul Heyman when he referenced the audio guy and said that you'll be the next one to leave. So this is kind of amazing to me. And you could make the argument, are these promos being written for them or are they sharing them of their own volition? Either way, it is very, very clear that WWE is putting some major space between itself and Vince McMahon. And with these other entities from outside of the organization probing in, it also makes me wonder, will Vince McMahon now really become an island unto himself? Meaning, I doubt that there's going to be a whole lot of influence from Vince McMahon readily given because I'm sure WWE is not going to want to be caught having communication with Vince McMahon. That would really make the WWE look even worse. So this situation with Vince is pretty significant. And I, I am just kind of like, wow, looking at how all of this is unfolding. It's a storyline that I don't even think creative could write. And speaking of creative, one of the other things we found out after we posted yesterday's podcast is that Triple H, the current EVP of talent relations, is also now head of creative. And that went over extremely well on the socials as many referenced Triple H's time over creative during the NXT black and gold era, which really brought us some of the best WWE content we've seen in the modern era. And there's even been reference made to the infamous SmackDown episode when many of the SmackDown stars were delayed in Saudi Arabia. NXT came to the rescue thanks to Triple H's creative and it became a special, special moment. So the idea of Triple H in charge of creative marks potentially a major turn for WWE. And you could really start to see the difference in last night's episode of Monday Night Raw. First thing out the gate is a fight happening in the middle of the ring, pure chaos, to start Monday Night Raw. We didn't get a lead into it. Cameras literally came in while The Miz and Logan Paul were going at it. 
This is significant because, again, it marked some major changes and there was a lot more action on Monday Night Raw. Raw felt completely different than it has in these last few years. And so I think it's safe to say that we're about to see a brand new WWE from the inside out. Now, I know that there are skeptics who are wondering, uh, where is Vince and all of this? And I, and I want to be fair. I want to be fair. I think there is PTSD, and this isn't just in the world of wrestling. I think it's in the larger community. You know, when you have constantly seen the quote-unquote bad guy win or the person in power never really go away, it becomes hard to believe when it seems like some degree of justice has been served. It's hard to think that, you know, someone will actually serve a full sentence if they get sentenced to to prison or something of that nature. We just always seem to find loopholes because historically there have been. Will there be a loophole for Vince McMahon to return to WWE? I think only time will tell. And I think a lot will depend on what else is being found, how other powers decide to treat Vince McMahon as a result of these findings. But for many, the idea of Vince McMahon no longer being in WWE could really serve as justice enough. What do you guys think of what's been going on with Vince McMahon, these latest developments and the like? Hit us up on the socials at The Faction Show and let us know. So there is other news to discuss in the world of pro wrestling. And this news is a follow up to what we talked about yesterday surrounding Jonathan Gresham. I've known Dylan since he was 15. I've known what a crazy fanatic he's been. He never just went and played. So what are you doing? Well, you know, I gotta plan the show first. He wants to be the guy shaping. Dylan used to run shows back in his hometown and ever since he moved to Atlanta, I know that he's been really wanting to start his own company here. I had that fear of not being what's interesting in Atlanta. I said, I'm going to start my own wrestling promotion. You need to get in a room with this guy. Because at the end of the day, wrestling had grown stale in Georgia. I'm like, dude, this guy's ruffling everybody's feathers. Dylan learned that I'm impatient, and I announced that we were going to start a promotion 90 days later. And I knew that I had no content. But then I started to see all the things that he was doing. It was starting to look really professional. Gary had stirred up so much shit. We were gonna be the laughing stock of the entire city if we didn't deliver. Perception's reality. How did we get on Southern Honor? What was the process of them walking over there like, I'm gonna do that? I thought, honestly, he was dead. You hear his brain swelling. I literally thought Southern Honor was probably done. You always told me, if you don't like an idea, come up with a better idea. You're telling me you won't listen to the idea? And we're gonna pack 1,000 people! I couldn't wait for an answer from Chris. We weren't sure. No confirmation. Casey Mike is taking How about that? The lights are going out here. The first indie show I've ever done in 23 years was with Southern Honor, and now everyone's talking about this company. Nothing bigger than that's ever gonna happen here. Word a few minutes later. It was extremely hard to maintain relationships because I was working with Gary. I don't know that they would go to war for me. They would go to war for Dylan. Finally, this year is going to be mine. COVID. I can honestly say my last match will be here just because Southern Honor is that special to me. So many things that have happened in my life that you could write on paper and it would read as a book. 
And Southern Honor is just another chapter. As long as there is a Ben and there is a U, there will always be the S-H-W. Attention wrestling fans, join us for SHW's 4th Annual Rumble Jack. Coming to you Friday, August 5th, live from the Action Building in Canton, Georgia. All-Star Special will defend their SHW Tag Team titles against Happy Madness. Then, it's every man for himself to see who will be the last standing in the Rumble Jack match as we determine a new number one contender for the Southern Honor Championship. show starting at 5 p.m. Doors open at 7, bell time at 8. Invite your friends and let's pack the action building for one of our biggest nights of the year. Trust us, you don't want to miss this show. SHW, an experience like no other. This is a total package Lex Luger and you are turned into the Faction. All right, so a quick update for you guys from yesterday. Yesterday, we started telling you the story about how Jonathan Gresham has requested his release from AEW and Ring of Honor following Death Before Dishonor's pay-per-view this past Saturday. In that pay-per-view, he went in as the defending ROH world champion, lost the title to Claudio Castagnoli, did that in the first match of the night. Now, what was said on commentary and again in the media scrum is that there was a coin toss for this double main event and the decision was made to put the world title match first and the tag title match last. Now, I'll just say this. I think the way that the Ring of Honor World Champion has been treated prior to Claudio winning that title is kind of unfortunate. Given all that Jonathan Gresham did for Ring of Honor while Ring of Honor was on hiatus, it's kind of wild to think that he was not featured more prominently in AEW. Considering we saw almost all of the Ring of Honor champions in some way broadcast on AEW, usually on Dynamite or Rampage, Jonathan Gresham found himself on Dark and on Rampage, but never on Dynamite. We saw the television title and the tag titles and the women's championship far more on Dynamite and Rampage than we did the ROH World Champion. And so all of that obviously led into some issues that Jonathan Gresham had with Tony Khan. He had a pretty massive argument from all accounts. And not only did he want to leave AEW and Ring of Honor, but the word on the street is he may even be leaving the wrestling business altogether. And yesterday we may have gotten a hint at that as Jonathan Gresham deleted his Twitter account and the Twitter account for his promotion Terminus. Now, here's why that is important. So it was just last Thursday where Jonathan Gresham's Terminus promotion had a big show. In fact, it had its first female main event that saw Queen Aminata get a massive win over Masha Slamovich to then be confronted by Serena Deeb. And apparently the two are scheduled or at least were scheduled to get it on for the next 
Terminus event. Now, will Terminus happen again? I don't know. A lot is up in the air as we're trying to see what's happening with Jonathan Gresham. What's even more interesting is Gresham is scheduled to be part of the next Battle Slam event, which happens this Thursday. So now what's happening with Gresham? I don't know, but uh, certainly we will keep you posted on this. I think there's definitely a place in pro wrestling for Jonathan Gresham. He proved that, you know, you can be small and you can be technically sound and you can still crush. And I think he absolutely does that on every single level. And so now I sit back and ask, what's next for Jonathan Gresham? Some think that perhaps he could go to greener pastures in other places in pro wrestling. Of course, he still has Terminus as far as I know. Lots of questions to be answered surrounding that. And as soon as we find out those answers, we will get them to you. Speaking of Battle Slam, Battle Slam takes place this Thursday with a huge wrestling match for Lil Scrappy. The rapper will be taking on Baron Black along with a lot of other amazing matches happening this Thursday. Caprice Coleman makes his Battle Slam debut as well. Next Friday, August the 5th, we have SHW 42. It is the Rumble Jack, a huge event on the SHW calendar, all leading us up to our fourth anniversary show taking place in October. Speaking of SHW, you can check out SHW 41 right now on IWTV. And if you're new to IWTV and you sign up today, you can use the promo code SHW for the first five days for free. Also, shout out to you guys who joined us last night for WWT Live. I saw several of you in the chat room there. I really, really appreciate that. You can check us out again tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central on on Twitch, twitch.tv slash WWTalkPod. I love the crew that we have there. You never know who's going to show up. And we had an amazing moment happen last night live from Madison Square Garden. It was really, really dope. So lots of really cool things happening. Certainly follow us at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more information. And until next time, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. My name is GB Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. I my people here.